Blog Talk Radio. Well, praise the Lord, everybody, and welcome again to Anointed and Appointed Word Ministry with Brother Norman Woodard. I am Brother Norman, and I'll be sharing an anointed and appointed word that will change, challenge, and charge your character to make an impact in this world for the kingdom of God and our Father in heaven. I'd like to send special thanks to Pastor Stephen and Ann Butterfield, who allows me to come before you each Saturday morning and break bread with you. Amen. They have a program which comes on every Saturday evenings at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And the name of their program is Turn On The Light Broadcast. Turn On The Light Broadcast with Pastor Stephen and Ann Butterfield, which comes on every Saturday evenings at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. They're also the assistant pastors at Light of the World Christian Tabernacle International in Stockbridge, Georgia, where the leaders are Mr. Ruth W. Smith, who is also the co-founder. They have services every Sunday beginning at 9 a.m. with Sunday school, and a worship service begins at 10 a.m. They have Bible studies every Wednesday, actually every Wednesday at noon Eastern Standard Time. You can call into this number, 917-388-4161, and listen to their Bible study live. They also have Bible studies at their location Wednesday evenings at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. That's Light of the World Christian Tabernacle International in Stockbridge, Georgia. You can catch them on Facebook, YouTube, and their website is comingtothelight.org. It's comingtothelight.org. Well, thank you once again for calling in to this glorious day that the Lord has made. Amen. We shall rejoice and be glad in it. Hallelujah. Before we get into the word, just want to send a shout out to my brother, Anthony. Anthony Woodard be celebrating his birthday tomorrow. Love you, sir. God bless you. We'll go ahead and hear a song before we get into the word. Amen. Father, fill us to full and overflow. Let praise From the inside, from the inside, from the inside of me, Father, may, may you, you may you delight in the inside, in the inside delight in the inside, in the inside of, of me. me.
now. The altar is open. Confess it before him. I present my body as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable unto you, Father, which is my reasonable service. Now fill me, Father. Right where I am, fill me. Fill my mind. Fill my thoughts. There's none of me. And there's all of you. John the Baptist said it this way. While I decrease, you increase, God. I decrease that you may increase. Till there's none of me and all of you. Because all I want is for you to be glorified in everything that I say and all that I do. Hallelujah. That's your confession this morning. Glory to God. Well, thank you once again for calling in. Going to go ahead and get into the word. Amen. Coming out of the book of St. Matthew. St. Matthew, the 28th chapter. I'm going to start at verse 16. St. Matthew, the 28th chapter, starting at verse 16. And it reads, Then the eleven disciples went away into Galilee, into a mountain where Jesus had appointed them. And when they saw him, they worshipped him, but some doubted. Mm. And Jesus came and spake unto them, saying, all power is given unto me in heaven and in earth. Go ye, therefore, and teach all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost, teaching them to observe all things whatsoever I commanded you. And, lo, I am with you always even unto the end of the world. Amen. I want to read verse 17 again. And it reads, And when they saw him, they worshipped him, but some doubted. And when they saw him, they worshipped him, but some doubted. The title of the message this morning is 
the silent truth. The silent truth. Actually, the way I wrote it, I wrote the words the and truth in bold letters and the word silent in small letters. So actually it would say the silent truth. The silent truth. The silent truth. Let us pray. Father, thank you, Lord, for watching over us as we lay down our rest before you. Thank you, Father, for charging your angels to be encamped around about us, to protect us, keep us in their care, God, watching over us, fighting off all the fiery darts of the enemy, protecting us from all harm and danger. And thank you, Father, for waking us up this morning. In our right minds. Glory to God. Thank you, Father, for giving us life. Another chance, Father, to decrease that you may increase. Thank you, Father, for allowing us to come into your presence once again, God. To sit at your feet, to rest on your lap, to lay on your bosom. To hear your heartbeat, God. To receive what you will have to say to us this morning. Thank you, Father, for your son, Jesus. Who you sent to be the propitiation for our sins. To be our example, God. To live this life without sin. And taking the sins of the world to the cross. Thank you, Father, for giving him the strength to die on the cross, Father. But not only that, Father, to even go to hell for it. But not as punishment, but on assignment as a mission to take the keys of hell from Satan. Take it. All the power that Satan had over us. And thank you, Father, for raising Jesus up on the third day with all power in his hand and delegating that power to us. Thank you, Father, for receiving Jesus into heaven with his sinless, precious, conquering blood. Defeating hell and the grave, sin and death. Thank you, Father, for Holy Spirit, for being our teacher, our guide, our comforter. And thank you for you, Almighty God, our Father, Jehovah. We love you, Father. Thank you for your word, Father. Your word that saves, your word that heals, your word that delivers, your word that sets free them who are bound and captive in what we call sin. And now, Father, as we receive your message, help us to apply to our lives, to make it personal, Father. That as we go out, And do what you've called us to do. That we may decrease. And you may increase. All we want is for you to be glorified, Father. Fill us till we overflow, God. Till there's none of me and all of you. We thank you and we praise you in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. The silent 
truth. The silent truth. Putting emphasis on the truth. Verse 17. It, it, it sticks out to me because it says, when they saw him, when they saw Jesus, I mean, they, they, they were there in his presence. They, they fixed their eyes on him. They, they heard him speak. They worshiped him. But some doubted, even in his presence, knowing that he's there. but still doubt. Now, this is after Jesus had resurrected, had risen from the grave. So we're going to go back and do a little reading to lay a foundation. Talking about the silent truth. St. Matthew, the 27th chapter. We're going to start at verse 57. Verse 57, St. Matthew, the 27th chapter. And it reads, When the even was come, there came a rich man of Arimathea, Named Joseph, who also himself was Jesus' disciple. Now, this is after Jesus had died on the cross. He was, he was still hanging on the cross. So this man, Joseph, says he was one of Jesus' disciples. Verse 58 says, he went to Pilate. And begged the body of Jesus. Then Pilate commanded the body to be delivered. And when Joseph had taken the body, he wrapped it in a clean linen cloth and laid it in his own new tomb, which he had hewn out in the rock. And he rolled a great stone to the door of the sepulchre and departed. So 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 Joseph went and asked Pilate if he could have Jesus' body so he could place it in a tomb. And this was his personal tomb that he had prepared for himself. And it said that he had a great stone to the door of the sepulcher. And when he placed them in the tomb, said he departed. And there was Mary Magdalene and the other Mary sitting over against the sepulcher. Verse 62 reads, now the next day that followed the day of the preparation, the chief priests and Pharisees came together unto Pilate, saying, Sir, we remember that the deceiver said, this is what they're calling Jesus, the deceiver, said, we remember that that deceiver said, while he was yet alive, after three days, I will rise again. So even for them to approach Pilate with that concern says that 
they had some kind of belief that that it could possibly happen. Verse 64 says, Command therefore that the sepulcher be made sure until the third day, lest his disciples come by night and steal him away and say unto the people, He is risen from the dead. So that the last error shall be worse than the first. Pilate said unto them, Ye have a watch. Go your way. Make it as sure as ye can. So they went and made the sepulchre sure, sealing the stone and setting a watch. Now, the word watch, watch is awake over a dead body, close observation, surveillance, a state of alert and continuous attention to keep something or someone under close observation. That's that's what the word watch means. Now, I've been in the military. I've, I've done security, and I've been in law enforcement for 20 years now. So, so I understand what what keeping a watch means, making security checks. Someone is 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 under close observation, and and. You're there for a reason to make sure that nothing happens to what you're watching. That's your main assignment, that nothing happens to what or who you're watching. And the guards that, that they had watching Jesus at this time, it was four soldiers. And they were chained every three hours. Now, where I work, we change every four hours, every eight hours. I've, I've I've been assigned to to where we change every twelve hours, but but this was every three hours, and it was four soldiers, not one or two, but four, and not only that, it was a cord stretched across the stone and had an official seal with clay that was fastened at each end so it could be detected if the grave was open. Now with the 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 type of technology we have is 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 different than what they had then but still with with four officers and that that seal that was covering the tomb was enough surveillance that was needed and during that time if 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 someone was to fall asleep or abandon their post 
and something happened to what they were guarding, what they were watching, they could be put to death. That soldier could be put to death. I just want to lay a, a foundation of, of, of just how serious it was to watch, to be on guard, to be in close observation of them guarding that tomb. So let's go on. Chapter 28, verse 1, it reads, In the end of the Sabbath, as it began to dawn toward the first day of the week, came Mary Magdalene and the other Mary to see the sepulchre. And behold, there was a great earthquake. For the angel of the Lord descended from heaven and came and rolled back the stone from the door and sat upon it. His countenance was like lightning and his raiment white as snow. And for fear of him, the keepers did shake and became as dead men. So, so the keepers, the, 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 the watchmen, the, the, the soldiers, those that were guarding the tomb, they witnessed it, the great earthquake, and they saw the stone roll back from the entrance of the tomb. They also witnessed the angel sitting on the rock. But then it says, for the fear of him, the keepers did shake and became as dead men. Sound like they fainted. They, they were so afraid that they just passed out, fainted. And verse 5 says, And the angel answered and said unto the women, Fear not ye, for I know that ye seek Jesus, which was crucified. He is not here, for he is risen. As he said, Come, see the place where the Lord lay, and go quickly and tell the disciples that he is risen from the dead. And behold, he goeth before you into Galilee. There shall you see him. Lo, I have told you. So this has happened. And understanding just how serious it was for them to Guard that tomb. Now let's go to verse 11. It says, Now when they were going, behold, some of the watch came into the city and showed unto the chief priests all the things that were done. So so, so they went and, 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 and they told them, what they had just witnessed. And when they were assembled with the elders and had taken counsel, they gave large money unto the soldiers. Listen to this. They gave large money unto the soldiers, saying, Say ye, his disciples came by night and stole him away while we slept mm. and 
if this come to the governor's ears, we will persuade him and secure you. So they took the money and did as they were taught. And this saying is commonly reported among the Jews until this day. Listen to that. Now, now understanding that they could be put to death for falling asleep or for abandoning their post, they still took a chance on hiding the truth. So instead of the truth, it says in verse 11, when they showed unto the chief priest all the things that were done, they told the truth. But then when they received the money, they changed the truth into a lie, saying that, his disciples, Jesus' disciples, came by night. Now, the, the, the only ones that were there was the angel, the soldiers, and the two women. The angel, the angel, the soldiers, and the two women. Not the disciples, but they said, say ye his disciples came by night and stole him away while we slept. That right there is grounds for death. He's sleeping on duty. And then it says, if this come to the governor's ears, meaning that, if, if, if the governor hear that you were sleeping on duty, we will persuade him and secure you. So they took the money and did as they were taught. But listen to this. says, and this saying, what saying? Not for saying that we saw this angel, we 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 experienced this earthquake, and we witnessed the stone being rolled away. Not that, not the truth, but. What is being said, said even to this day, is that his disciples came by night and stole him away while we slept. Said, and this saying is commonly reported among the Jews until this day. Then we go into our our base passage where it says, Then the eleven disciples went away into Galilee, into a mountain where Jesus had appointed them. And when they saw him, they worshipped him, but some doubted. And Jesus came and spake unto them, saying, All power is given unto me in heaven and in earth. Remember when when when, when he went to hell, he, he he took the keys of hell from Satan, stripped him of all of his power. And so when, when he raised from the grave, he rose with all power. 
And so he said, all power is given unto me in heaven and in earth. Go ye, therefore, and teach all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost, teaching them to observe all things whatsoever I have commanded you. And lo, I am with you always, even unto the end of the world. Amen. They know the truth. The truth of of remembering Jesus' teaching and, and him saying, this body will be put to death. But in three days, I will raise it up. Glory to God. They remembered that. And so they they witnessed him three days after he was placed in the tomb. Three days after he was hung on a cross. Three days after, says he lifted up his head and said, Father, into your hands I commit my spirit. And then it says, he gave up the ghost, meaning that he hung his head. And die. So three days after. They're, they're, they're in the presence. Of Jesus. And getting these instructions. Saying go. Ye. Therefore. Teach all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost. So he said, this power that I have, now I'm I'm delegating it to you. I'm I'm giving you this, this power. Go in my name. Go in my authority. Teaching all nations what you have witnessed, what you have heard, what you have seen, what you have experienced. The truth. Go ye and teach the truth. The silent truth. And and it's 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 been silent because of one word, fear. Fear. Fear has kept the truth from being spread, from being taught. But as we see in St. John, St. John 8 chapter, St. John 8 chapter, verse 30, 
and it reads, as he spake these words, many believed on him. Then said Jesus to those Jews which believed on him, if ye continue in my word, then are ye my disciples indeed. And ye shall know the truth. And ye shall know the truth. And the truth shall make you free. The truth of knowing. Knowing what you know. Knowing the truth. would make you free. So what's the truth here? The truth is everything that Jesus said came to pass. Everything that Jesus said came to pass. That's the truth. He lived, he died, and he rose again. That's the truth. The word silent, silent means to be mute, to be speechless, to make no mention. To make no mention. That's what silent means. Not widely or generally known or appreciated. The truth is not widely or generally known or appreciated because it's silent. Silent means making no protest or outcry. For example, the laws of the land when they don't line up with the truth, the truth with, with, with the word of God. When it doesn't line up with the truth and there's no protest or no outcry being made, That's called silence. Silent implies a habit of saying no more than is needed. Hmm. Silence implies a habit of saying no more than is needed. Going to say just enough. Not to ruffle feathers. Saying just enough not to step on toes. Saying just enough not to offend anybody. Saying just enough not to make people upset. Saying just enough not to make an outcry or protest. Don't want to be in opposition. As they say, going along to get along. Keeping 
the silent truth to yourself. Knowing the truth, but not sharing it with those who need the truth. This is what Jesus said. St. Luke. St. Luke, ninth chapter. St. Luke. 29th chapter. Starting at verse 23. And it reads, And he said to them all, If any man would come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross daily. And follow me. For whosoever would save his life shall lose it. But whosoever will lose his life for my sake, the same shall save it. For what is a man advantage if he gained the whole world? And lose himself or be cast away. For whosoever shall be ashamed of me and of my words, of him shall the Son of Man be ashamed when he shall come in his own glory and in his Father's and of the holy angels. So this is what Jesus is saying. If you claim to be saved, if you claim to be born again, if you claim to be a believer, if you claim to be a Christian, a a, a Christian means to be a follower of Christ. So if you claim to follow me, you must. Deny yourself. It's not about you. Because we must decrease and he must increase. Fill our lives till all they see is you, God. As none of me and all of you said, you must deny yourself, take up your cross daily, and follow me. For whosoever shall save his life shall lose it, and whosoever will lose his life for my sake, the same shall save it. So, so, so these soldiers had a, a great opportunity. Glory to God. In the presence of the elders. In the presence of those who make laws. In the presence of those who, who, who make decisions. In the presence of those who are in authority, they had a perfect opportunity. Tell the truth of what they experienced, of what they witnessed, of what they heard and personally saw. The earthquake, the angel appearing as lightning, the stone 
being rolled away. The truth. But no. They put the truth to silence. And changed it into a lie. Jesus said, for whosoever shall be ashamed of me and of my words, of him shall the Son of Man be ashamed when he shall come in his own glory and to his Father's and of the holy angels ashamed ashamed means feeling guilt or disgrace feeling inferior or unworthy restrained by anticipation of shame. Jesus said, the same way you feel about me, that's the same way I will feel about you. So, If you're not telling the truth, if if you're not proclaiming the truth, if, 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 if you're not sharing the truth, the gospel of who Jesus is, Jesus said he won't even mention you to his father. So that's why on that day when someone hears the words Depart from me, for I never knew you. Why? Because of feeling ashamed. Because of feeling inferior. Because of feeling unworthy. Because of fear. God has not given us a spirit of fear. But of love and of power and of a sound mind. We're going to end with this. Romans the first chapter. Romans the first chapter. on at verse 14 and it reads I am debtor both to the Greeks and to the barbarians both to the wise and to the unwise so as much as in me is I am ready to preach the gospel to you that are at Rome also, this is Paul speaking. He said, I'm, 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 I'm indebted to the Greeks and the barbarians, to the wise and to the unwise. He said, I, I, I owe them this. So as much as is in me, I am ready to preach the gospel to you that are at Rome also. No matter 
who you are, no matter where I am. Why? Verse 16 says, for I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, for it is the power of God unto salvation to everyone that believeth, to the Jew first and also to the Greek. For therein is the righteousness of God revealed from faith to faith as it is written, the just shall live by faith. For the wrath of God is revealed from heaven against all ungodliness and unrighteousness of men who hold the truth unrighteousness because that which may be known of God is manifest in them. They know the truth. For God has showed it unto them. For the invisible things of him from the creation of the world are clearly seen, being understood by the things that are made, even his eternal power and Godhead, so that they are without excuse. Because that when they knew God, they glorified him not as God. Neither were thankful, but became vain in their imaginations, and their foolish hearts were darkened. Professing themselves to be wise, they became fools. A fool has said in his heart that there is no God. That's what a fool is. Verse 23 reads, And change the glory of the uncorruptible God into an image made like to corruptible man and to birds and four-footed beasts and creeping things. Wherefore God also gave them up to uncleanness through the lust of their own hearts to dishonor their own bodies between themselves, who changed the truth of God into a lie and worship and serve the creature more than the creator who is blessed forever. Amen. Changed the truth into a lie. The silent truth. What are you afraid of? What are you ashamed of? Because the truth shall make you free. Therefore, if you want to be free, share the truth. Speak the truth. What's the truth? Every word of God is true. Speak the truth so the truth will be silent no more. The silent truth.
Don't be ashamed. Because if the fear is death, to be absent from the body is to be present with the Lord. So what's there to fear? Psalm the 27th chapter. I'm going to end with this. The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the strength of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? When the wicked even my enemies and my foes came upon me, eat up my flesh. They stumbled and fell. Though an host should encamp against me, my heart shall not fear. Though war should rise against me, in this will I be confident. One thing have I desired of the Lord, that that I will seek after, that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life, to behold the beauty of the Lord and to inquire in his temple. For in the time of trouble, he shall hide me in his pavilion. In the secret of his tabernacle shall he hide me. He shall set me up upon a rock. And now shall my head be lifted up above mine enemies. Round about me, therefore, will I offer in his tabernacle sacrifices of joy. I was seen, yea. I will sing praises unto the Lord. Just like last week as we shared. I dare you to praise him. I dare you to give him glory. I dare you to share the truth. Because the truth shall make you free. The silent truth. Love you. God bless you. Talk to you next week. Anointed and appointed word ministries with Brother Norman Woodard.